It's an absolute privilege to be here. Um, I'm here on purpose. My mission is to serve those who serve. So I believe my appointment here with you is very much on purpose then and very intentional. I also believe if there was anybody else in the world that could do this, they'd be here. So I believe it's us. So turn to somebody by you and tell them, you know, I'm glad you're here today. I'm glad you came today. <laughs> now turn right back to that same person and say, however, this message is for me. This message is for me. This message is for me because I'm the one that has any possibility in the world of getting a new relationship with this. So the best I can tell, it doesn't end. So the only people that don't have this are dead people. So as long as we're alive and we have a pulse, we've got some of this to deal with. So then where does it leave us? That okay, if I've got this mind that's telling me Look at the way she looked at me. Why didn't I get invited to that party? After all I've done for you. After all I've done for God. I'm a mind reader. Guess how I know what's in your mind? Loco. So there's no new thought under the sun. There's no thought you have, there's no thought I have that is not as old as creation. There's no human behavior, there's no human attitude, there's nothing that's new. Since recorded history, what we have in humanity, what we have in this species, what we have here in our, this dimension of us is as old as creation. So are we going to live another 2,000 years like that or make a journey, a journey, what today represents in certain faith traditions, a journey to a spiritual awakening a journey to a new city, a journey to a new way of being, a journey, a journey to a new way of being for me. Regardless of what knuckleheads do, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with her. Let there be peace on earth. And as soon as you apologize to me, I will be peace. <laughs> Can you relate? So how much peace will we have? If we let it hinge on what somebody else does or says or the looks they give us or what they think about us. So my peace is too important. My peace holds too much of a priority. And to leave peace is too painful.
So today's a day of enlightenment. You're awake now to what hurts and what doesn't. And what hurts less than that old way of being that I've innocently taken on, that I adapted to, that I didn't even know to question. The BS that's been handed down. Belief systems. <laughs> BS, belief systems. That's been handed down that we didn't question, like, is this true for me? Is this who I've come on this earth to be? Is this who I've come to be? Is this how I want to interact in this, in this exchange here? Is this how I want to show up? Then to get back into my own integrity with myself, my own integrity with creation, with source, with that impulse of the universe that has another idea for me. This is, hey, there's another. Pain or peace? So who gets to pick? Who gets to pick? So it's not minus suffering. Have you noticed? <laughs> Anybody here familiar with suffering? Yeah. So where did you get that, that this experience here, that our human dimension wouldn't include suffering? Where did you get that? Where did I get that? Commercials. Yes, it's true. Cinema, fairy tales, fantasy living, mythology, and not that mythology, but false. Things that are false. It says, hey, welcome to the earth. There's no suffering here. It's like, no, welcome to the earth. It's full of suffering. You drop a bowling ball on your toe, it will hurt. You don't get what you want. It hurts. They don't like me. They don't love me. They don't include me. They don't respect me. And they don't understand me. Who could understand you? You don't even understand you. <laughs> All these false ideas that we live under innocently... It's like, no, I'm going to have peace as soon as they understand me. I'm going to have peace as soon as they understand me. It's like, well, welcome to hell. <laughs> it is not possible. And even if we seemingly understand you for a second, it'll pass. <laughs> Just like that. It's over. So then if, you're, if you think understanding's possible, misery, then you get a glimpse, oh, they understand me. Misery, because it'll pass. Then I get addicted to understanding. I get addicted to respect. And us spiritual types are the best at it. <laughs> People should be kinder. True or false? People should be kinder. True or false? Let's look at it like this. People should be kinder 
Fantasy or reality? All together? Fantasy. Let's have a little choir. Fantasy. Fantasy. People should be kinder. It's like, no, they, they're not. They're kind when they're kind, and they're unkind when they're unkind. And if there's one power and one presence in all the universe, and I am of that, then I am alpha and And, so kind and, you're welcome. I am all of that. So to deny that I'm unkind, to deny that I'm unkind, to deny that unkindness exists in the human species in a spectrum of humanity leaves me suffering. So then when unkindness appears... We'll call this part true confessions. When you're believing they should be kinder and they're not, how do you react? You're so honest. Unkindly. Well, we'll cry. This is an honest woman because I'm sad, disappointed, devastated. And so did their unkindness cause that misery and suffering? Or did the thought I was having cause the suffering? This is basic unity. The thought I'm holding and having and believing creates the experience. So their unkindness is not causing this. My false notions, my false beliefs, my mythology, my storybook... My fantasy-based thinking is causing my memory. This is gospel good news this morning. Because there's some hope in this. Not hope and they're not going to be unkind. Hope and there's another option for me. So then who would you be witnessing their unkindness if you simply didn't believe they shouldn't be unkind? Who would you be? Happier, more peaceful, calmer. See if you can find this in yourself. Who would you be if you simply didn't believe the thought they should be kinder? Who would you be? Get a sense of it in your body. See if you can answer it out loud. Who would you be? How would you be in the face of the unkindness? Kind to myself. Kinder to myself, which include it would include um, backing up, giving space to certain situations, accepting what I cannot change about a situation, accepting my own limits here. I would also be more willing to understand where they're coming from. And when I'm unkind, what kind of shape I'm in, when I behave like that, that I'm hurting, mad, hungry, angry, left out, don't belong, nothing's going right. 
So it doesn't condone unkindness, but there's a drop or drop or drop, another drop or a bucket of understanding that's possible that leaves me in humility for I'm just a thought away from that. And if I was believing what they're believing, I'd be doing what they're doing. If I was under those effects of the mind, I'd be doing exactly the same thing. So it leaves me then more humble, more compassionate, more understanding, which doesn't mean I'm not going to take action. Doesn't mean I won't put something forth, that I won't set a limit on this or call for assistance, have them arrested if necessary, whatever it takes to regulate it. I could just do so with less angst. More clarity of mind, more options, more grounded, more balanced. Get a sense of living this way. Not because it's good to do it, because it's moral or ethical to do it, but because I'm awake now and I'm enlightened to peace or pain. And I'm awake to the power of the mind that will leave me under its effects. For any thought, any one thought that I don't question, that I don't see, now what's the effects of this thought on me? And who would I be if I simply did not believe this? Then there's a new way of being, a new life springs forth. Now, if you go home and start to practice this, people will think you're on a new medication. <laughs> They'll be right. They'll be right. So what would stop you? Don't believe her. This can't be that simple. She didn't have the mother I had. Or ex-husband one, ex-husband two, ex-husband three. It would get funnier and funnier. Who needs cinema when we have this? Who needs TV when we have this? And this is what is creating our experience. So now imagine, take a big deep breath, and be aware that in some way, in some relationship, or some part of your world, you've checked into Hell Hotel. You know who I'm talking about? That one. They're just a general irritant. So who's holding the key to check you out? Hold it up. Hold it up. I have the key to check me out of Hell Hotel. So turn to somebody and tell them, I have the key. 
I have the key and I'm checking out. I have the key and I'm checking out. And I'm checking out today. I've had just enough suffering to last me the rest of my life. I'm checking out today. Now turn back one more time and tell them you check out too. Now you check out too. You check out. You check out too. This may be a way for some of you that are really ready for this. As you start to hear some of this, you might just sweetly say, check out. You can check out. Now, if they hit you, don't blame me. You'll know they're under its effects. They'll be believing you shouldn't have said that. It's not mysterious at all. They'll hit you based on what they're believing. It's nothing to do with you. They do what they do from their own consciousness. They do what they do from their own belief systems and the effects they're under from that belief system. And this is where I can change it. All the change I want to see in the world, all the change I want to see anywhere, begins and ends here, which is what created it in the first place. My relationship with what is. I don't have control over what is. If I did, there wouldn't be suffering. So then the power lies in how am I going to relate to the suffering? And how am I going to serve those who are suffering? So let's get real with it. You inspired? You see another way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, my God. This was a good Sunday. I'm so glad I went. Like, oh, if I was any better, I'd have to put a rock in my shoe. Mama would say, if I was any better, I'd be twins. So now imagine then you start to leave to go home and there's a flat tire on your car. After all I've done for God. So if you look up on that flat tire, what would this call it? Awful. Inconvenience. Horrible, terrible, tragic, depending on your level of dramatization. (laughs) So the second you call a flat tire, trouble, awful, problematic, tragic, what are you going to experience? Hell. Discomfort. Angst, stress, panic, terror, pitifulness, victimization, blaming, nitpicking, fault-finding, disappointment, sadness, despair. (laughs) Okay, so now if I look up on the flat tire and call it literally what it is, 
a flat tire, how would you experience it? It's a flat tire. What would a sane and sensible person do interacting with a flat tire? Call AAA. Look around. Like, do you have a jack? Do you know anything about tires? How about you? How about you? Who here knows anything about this? There's Richard. He would know exactly what to do. So <laughs> change the doggone tire. Get air in it. Then if you don't catch it now, what will it talk about the rest of the day? <laughs> How was church? Well, it was fine. Some creek woman Marty drug in there. Sounds like she's from Bug Tussle, Kentucky. And I, it made a little sense till I got out to the car. A big old flat tire. After the week I've had. After the day I've had. Then what will it talk about next week? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Did you know that I had a flat tire? Had you heard? <laughs> now this is what we're dealing with, folks. Then t the family reunion, Easter, 4th of July. Did y'all hear that I had a flat tire? <laughs> right in the middle of church. <laughs> it gets funnier and funnier. Versus, now let's back it up a little bit. And think about how many years you've been alive. <laughs> how many years has it been? Just measure your life. And in that life, how much flat tires were they? We're still here. And within the years we've been here, how much flat tire did we have? A sliver? One, two, ten? But if we don't catch that and we don't keep that perspective, what's it going to focus on? This one. Versus, no, you know, let's think about it. It's a miracle all the tires aren't flat. <laughs> it is rubber with air inside on a metal rim doing 90 down the freeway, potholes, ice cold, sleet, snow, rain, heat, nails, Snowbirds. <laughs> it's a miracle any of them have air in them. Think about living like that. Either there's no miracle at all, or everything's a miracle. Well, after all this driving, all these years, Now, I don't recommend when you have a flat tire that you get out and do a happy dance. Oh, goody, goody, I've got a flat tire. They would probably institutionalize you. Um, but what if, what, if, what if you just didn't mind? I don't have to love what is. I don't have to love that diagnosis. 
but I had all that years without it. All those years without illness. I go, wow. Then I got that much. And somebody else got that much. Talk about gratitude. And all those years of employment and progression and career and then the unemployment or the displacement or the severing. It's like, oh, I had that much. Then there's that much. Wow. So get a sense today of making your own journey. A journey out of pain, out of misery, out of suffering, even if it's slight, to a new spiritual awakening, a new city for you. And it's today. It's right here. It's right now. Get a sense of being this in the world. And even if 90% of your spiritual work is done, and there's just that little piece or two or that little knucklehead or two where you're still hostage, that's what we want to finish off this afternoon. And if you've already got 90% of it done, you might ascend this afternoon. And we want to film it, of course. So be sure to stay. If you've got it almost all done, be sure to stay. And if, if it's more like this to do, be sure to stay. And text somebody that you believe has suffered just enough. Tell them, get over here. Come over here. Today's the day for us. And if there's a way I can support you in your own journey, get in touch with me. You're welcome to it. And my mission, my vision, my mission is to serve those who serve. My vision is that I get our teaching to the whole of humanity. This teaching to the whole of humanity. So I've got various ways that I do that, including free newsletters and CDs and the way I serve and Today I reach you. If, you can, if I can reach this many, then we can reach this many, and then we can reach this many. There's also an MP3. If you don't know what an MP3 is, don't take it. It will frustrate you. <laughs> it looks like a CD and isn't. It will play in a computer in some cars, and it's loaded up with 12 talks, 12 teachings, 12 lessons, and I would love you to have one. Now, if you take them, they're out there on the table, put a little donation in that basket, and I'll use that donation to go make some more and take them to the next place. They're also the opposite of copyrighted. The opposite of copyrighted. Duplicate them. Use them. Teach from them. Email them. Refer to them. Write a curriculum from them. Do anything you can with them because then we reach the whole of humanity. So you're welcome to it out there. And some of you have asked, I'm going to be co-facilitating a women's retreat down in Jupiter, Florida, near West Palm Beach in September. And there's a flyer that looks like that out there on the table. So you're welcome to pick it up and come or send somebody that's, you believe, ready for it. So thank you to the board. They spent all day yesterday working 
on themselves and on your behalf as a ministry. And Marty and Ray, Linda this morning, and Gail on Wednesday and then up till now, and Marty all week, even on her days off, she was learning and working and serving for you and how she showed up here this morning and how she continues to show up. And yesterday, when asked why she's here, she said something like this. I was called to be there. And I want to serve in a place where there's collaboration and where there's love in action. So she's here on purpose. So God speed to you in all that you do and all the ways that you do it. And keep it up and then some. God bless you. Can't wait until 12 o'clock. 